We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Nemesnikov trying to get his name into this game. Comrie comes up big again. Stretch pass. Tate Thompson breakaway. Deke scores! Tate TNT Thompson with back-to-back goals. And the Buffalo Sabres are up 3-1 in the second period in Tampa. Happy Friday. Good morning. Jeremy White, Sneaky Joe. Hey, what are you guys talking about today? Hey, Tage. Tage. Tommy Dangles. <laughs> it's Tommy Dangles. So good. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it, it's still. I mean, I we watch it happen. I didn't want to tweet it last night because I didn't want to be accused of jinxing it. But yeah, he's going to score 50. He's going to score 50. He's going to score 50 goals. How would he not score 50? He needs 11 in their last. They have like 25 games left. I should get that number to commit it to memory. 27? Okay. 26? 11. He needs 11. 26. He gets... That's his fourth hat trick last night. Yeah. It's just... It is wild. This team is sometimes frustrating. I, I guess... Here's what I would ask, Joe. After the loss to the Leafs on Tuesday... Yeah. How mad was everybody... Oh, angry. I mean, it was... Yeah, because it's the Leafs. It was the Leafs, and it was your building being taken. Look, there were other compounding factors, right? Yeah, I think so. They took over the arena, and O'Reilly scored a hat trick. Yep. And maybe you had, I don't know, flashbacks to, I don't know what, just being bad. Yeah, I don't think people panicked. I think what we're doing here is all along for this ride, like the ride, and wouldn't mind if, you know, the Sabres... Showed everybody that they're loving it too, and whether it's renting a goalie or the the Chikrin idea or another name that we don't even really know, the idea that they could add at the deadline. I I do uh, expect them to make an addition at the deadline, to make at least one addition, and maybe it'll just be some you know fourth round pick for a checking line this or mm-hmm. some sandpaper that. Maybe it's a piece that. Last a couple of years. I don't know what will happen, but I would expect him to do something because this is too much of a race to just not do anything. They don't – it's not a year where they have an impending free agent, right? Like teams in this spot. Orloff's a good example, right? He's a soon-to-be UFA. Yep. If you're a team in this spot and you've made the playoffs and you don't have a big, long drought, you might say, well, let's see if we can get something for this guy that's going to leave. And we're still trying to make the playoffs, but – you know, you're stuck between seller and buyer. There were years the Sabres were like that. Mm-hmm. Should they dump off this piece, that, that piece? Well, 
we're within striking distance. That's not this year. There's nobody you'd be afraid to lose in unrestricted free agency on this roster. No, you know you know that they're not a seller at the very least. Yep. There's nothing really to sell. It's either stand pat or be a buyer. So buy, right? You should yeah, you should probably buy something. Should probably I I would you've, buy. You've got you've got trade deadline bucks to spend. Uh-huh. Deadline bucks. Deadline. And these other teams around you are going to buy, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, the, their GM spoke a couple days ago about like, yeah, we we like very frankly like we want to add to this group. Like we're not going to go all out. Like they they kind of will couch it a little bit, but Pittsburgh's probably going to add. Washington maybe won't. No, I think they'll power down. But other than that, I mean, Florida could. Detroit might feel like they have more pressure too because. They signed veterans in the offseason. Like they made they pushed their chips to the middle a bit. Um I bet Detroit would will do something. And especially if they're hanging on to Larkin. How different is Detroit than Buffalo right now? In terms of needing to get back to the postseason to prove something. I mean, that's a franchise that has let's be honest, right? This is dark times for them. Yeah. I would say even more important because they don't they don't know what's happening with Dylan Larkin. Like their captain and their best player. He is their leading point getter, I think, by twenty five points. Something something like he's a point per game player, and nobody else is even at like forty. And he's a UFA. And he's UFA at the end of the year, and they're reportedly not close on an extension. So with his situation and the fact that they paid Andrew Kopp at twenty eight, and they paid David Perron at thirty four, and they traded and signed Vili Husso. Shouldn't they be under more pressure than the Sabres to make the playoffs? Yeah, they might be more desperate to to yeah to put something positive out there. You know, are they trying to make the playoffs to prove to some of these guys? It's kind of like a spot the Sabres were in in the late Eichel stages where you really Kinda, you really yeah. want to prove that you can be good enough for a player to want to stay. Right, and maybe are they doing that on a smaller scale with Dylan Larkin because he's been there how long? Has he ever made the postseason? Aren't they in a drought too? They are. They haven't made the playoffs since they might have. Did they make the return to play? Um, I don't even think they made that. No, Dylan Larkin, he's in the same boat. He's in the same boat that Eichel was in. No, no. that's not true. Twenty fifteen sixteen, he played five games in the playoffs as a nineteen year old. So his first season. Yep. He's not played in the playoffs since his rookie season. So and, yeah, and, maybe they're doing the same thing. Of like, there's money talk too there, but. He's not going to sign here unless we do something. Yeah, they lose in that first round, and since then, in the division, 7th, 5th, 7th, 8th, 7th, 5th. So, so it is it is similar. It's but a six-year playoff drought. It's half as long yeah. as Buffalo's, but it's it's des- it might be more desperate than the Sabres, but it's a similar situation. We'll get some calls in. Give us a call, 803-0550, your vibe on the Sabres. I am feeling good. wasn't about panic after Toronto. It was about not being afraid to rent, not being afraid to do something to get it the rest of the way, to do, take your best crack at getting it the rest of the way there. I, I am in support, whether that's a rental at goal. I think a rental and goal, if it's if, if it's out there, the upgrade is definitely worth it. Timo Meyer, eh, that comes down to price. I don't want them spending crazy to rent. I just don't think a, a goalie might be all that expensive to rent. And to be honest, you know, what's crazy? Would would trading one of your top three prospects from last year's draft be crazy? It depends on the return. For a two-month return? It, mm-hmm. is, it is kind of funny, like, asking that question because it's an unknown. If I were to tell you, Joe, it's going to cost you one of those top three picks last year. They took three first-rounders. Uh-huh. Would you trade one of them 
to get in and win a playoff round. Like you can't guarantee that's what you're going to get. Let's just let's just play the devil game. Oh, you know, I'm make a deal. Yeah, make a deal with the devil. I, I will let you in, and you will win a round for a first round pick. If you give me Oastland, you do it. Now they can't make that deal. We don't know that. No, you're not. By the way, telling me I'm losing in the second round, right? I didn't. I'm say just. That. I'm just being placed. I'm getting to round two, and did, then we'll see. And all I'm doing when I say that is pointing out how quickly we would get over it because. Oh, we get over we get over it instantly, and we wouldn't feel like they've you know given away their future. Well, and everything gets easier. Like we mentioned, the Calvin Benjamin trade earlier. Isn't that the proof in the pudding of you get in, you make the fans happy, you make the owner happy, you make everybody happy just by getting in. You buy yourself time, right? Like you as do. as a GM and a coach, like pre- no one's talking about firing the coach and the GM the year after you have a season like that. So, I, I do think there is a lot of there's a lot of stock that you can put in just getting in and making it because the Bills did it and we saw it firsthand that like there was no pressure on them after winning six games the following year. Yeah, we're developing a young quarterback and they had time to do all of that because they got here and they got in right away. Let's connect with our fans to West Seneca, Mark. Good morning, Mark. How are you, Jeremy? Joe, I'm good this morning. How are you guys? Good. Hey, uh, just an opinion. Um, I was telling a screener, uh, I'm 64 years old, and I've been involved in hockey since I'm five. Um, played all the way up to the college level, coached the whole nine yards. And uh, when I look at this team, to me, it's sort of obvious. Um, uh, they're a young team. And one of the things in sports, especially in hockey, that people always talk about, and especially the players, is consistency. And consistency comes from confidence. And confidence comes when things start going well. And it's really hard for a young team to focus when they get goaltending, like we've been getting, that in many instances puts them behind the eight ball. I believe that's why, since January, um, the team has dipped. And granted, there have been games where you know they came out like gangbusters early in the year. But now it's getting tight, and teams are playing different. And now they've got to fight through things. And when you're in tight games and your goaltending can't be counted on, it really is really hard emotionally on, on a young team. Young teams t- tend to play on emotion, okay? Um, they, they're, they don't look very businesslike like a lot of the veteran teams do. You watch Boston, they're very businesslike in, in their game, and it's consistent through all three periods, and that's why they're winning so many games. So many veterans, businesslike, but young teams don't play that way. They just don't. they got to get the experience to do it. And unfortunately, um, I'm really scared about what our goaltending is going to do for us. Uh, and moving on and trying to get a goalie, I'm all for it, except, like everything, what's it going to cost? Because we've gone through getting rid of our assets for veteran guys, uh, and that hasn't worked out so well. So just a little bit of opinion as to what I think is really going on. So thanks for listening to me, guys. Thanks, Mark. On the point about you know consistency and – Whatever, mental makeup. A, a lot of yesterday listening to the afternoon show when Bulldogs got Joe Yurden, who uh, writes at Noted Hockey, you you get into a conversation about what the room can handle. Right? It's a young team. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of going to veer off into a little bit of a different point than the caller's making here, than Mark's saying. But I do think it's like on, under the same tree. The idea that they couldn't acquire a player like Timo Meyer and then make him the highest paid because how would the room handle that? 
you know, as as Mark points out, professionals, business like a veteran room or a a, fr- a franchise that is not trying to pull itself out of the rubble of its past. Yep, is able to just do that. You acquire a guy and sign him, and he's the highest paid, and that, that's fine. We're, everybody goes to work, right? Uh, did as Bo Horvat goes to the Islanders and signs, is he the highest paid player on their team? I don't know. Did anybody bring up the point? No. Nope. That what they have to worry about with that? He probably is the highest paid player too. Are they fractured by that fact, or are they just happy they got a good player? And again, like they've won, they've won. What for the last five since he got there? Like they're e- winning even without Barzil, who's hurt. Yeah. But the point there is just simply once you graduate out of the, I don't want to say all moral victories kind of parades, but once you get to that status where it's about winning, Carolina. Because if they just traded for a guy, made him the highest paid player on the roster, would anybody say it's an issue in the room? Would it ever happen with Boston? Never. Tampa, Toronto, never. Just these teams get to a point where it is business like and. I don't say that as any sort of uh, knock against the Sabres. Could they handle something like that? You would hope so. You would hope they get to a point where it's just, right, whatever. And also, that- they're probably going to have to because in seven years, like they're, they're guys making the number they're at, $7.1 million for Thompson and Cousins. That's not that high a number for right. players of their caliber. So in seven years, they're going to they're gonna bring in guys that make more than that, aren't they? Right, that's that's part of it. When Thompson signs seven years for forty nine million or seven years for fifty million, he signs on the line that is dotted and accepts the fate that other people will make more money than you someday. Right. You sign up and you say, like, I am happy with this, scribble, scribble. He didn't have to sign for seven years. Cousins didn't have to. And right. Darlene's next contract will be a monster. He'll make more money than everybody. He'll and, be the highest paid player of the team anyway. He, he will be. Yeah. Yep. And maybe And by the way, Skinner right now is the highest paid player, so it's not even like it's not even like that seven point one number is what's being topped. Nine would be the number that's being topped. Yeah. And Thompson knows as one of the most important players and best players, he could have gone to the wall and said, I need to make more than Jeff Skinner. He didn't. Right. Doesn't the fact that you signed the big long extension for money that we all immediately thought, wow, that's really valuable, that's really good. Doesn't that mean that that's not going to be an issue for you if you aren't making the most? I mean, no, right, right. If you cared about that that much... You'd be signing bridge deals. Yeah, you would have thought, I'm going to take the risk anyway. I'm going to go back next year, I'm going to score 50 goals, and then you're going to pay me $11 million. Right. So I would like to think that that stuff, you don't have to worry about that. And another extension off that point is Mark's talking like young team versus veteran team. How would you feel if they traded away a popular player? Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Right. So somebody will not be brought back. This is not the team that they're going to go with for the next five years. Four or five pieces will be picked off it and moved elsewhere or right. replaced by these draft picks. And, you know, Zemgus Girgensons might be a really popular guy. He's not for the long term here. Right. And, like, <laughs> it, 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 the, the important players, of course, like, maybe they'll matter a little bit more. You get, they can't be surprised by it if it happens. I mean, I watched the Beyond Blue and Gold a couple weeks ago. With it was Casey Middlestead and Jacob Bryson, I think. And like Jacob Bryson, like he was on that Bahamas trip that they went to during the break, and he rooms with Casey Middlestead, and like he's he's right there, like hanging out with those guys all the time, super well liked. He's Jacob Bryson. 
You're not going to sign him to a seven-year extension just because everybody likes him in the room. So it's going to happen on some level anyway that, like, Middlestat. Middlestat will come up as, like, everyone wants to trade Casey Middlestat, right? Like, any trade idea comes up, it's, oh, well, let's give him Middlestat. And he's super well-liked in that room. Dahlin and him have been, like, best friends on the team since they've been there. That does not make him untouchable in any way. It no. doesn't even improve the value of keeping him to me in any way. When guys are replaceable, they're replaceable. That's just that's just how it is. 803-0550. James and Cheektawaga. James, good morning. Good morning, Jeremy and Joe. How are you guys doing? Great. Good. Great. Good. Yeah, I just wanted to call you. I, I've been watching the Sabres. I'm 21. I've been watching them since 28 what, 12? So I haven't ever seen him make the playoffs, and this is, like, one of their most exciting seasons I've ever seen. But I was calling, basically, either way, I would love to see a trade or anything happen. If Elzer doesn't, I'm still happy with the season. And uh, I just want to see what your guys' take on Labushkin's goal and his odds, because I believe they were, like, 3,000, plus 3,000 on him scoring. I was curious what you guys thought about that. I'm sure they were that long. Um, He hadn't scored in... 45 games he had not scored with the Sabres, especially in overtime. I mean, that would have been, like, the longest shot odds you could have ever seen in your life. Um, he So James is in that category from the poll yesterday that he would answer yes, right? Season's, season's, success, season's yeah. already a success. Yes. Which I think is defendable because, again, all they got to do is not collapse. But I, I'm not – I think – as the day progressed, I, I started off on yes on that question and started to lean a little bit towards no. And not even to say that I don't think it's going to be a yes. I think I'm going to get to yes, maybe even very quickly. But I just want to make sure they're in the race in April. Like Meaningful games in March is, is nice, and they have not had that. But I want for me, this, this team, to make it a, a true success, be in it right to the very end. You don't have to make it for it to be a success, but be in it until yeah. the end. Don't don't lose six of eight in March, and then I'm sitting there April 1st, and, well, I need a five-game winning streak to get back in this thing. Well, even that, it sounds – I'm going to say this. kind of sounds ridiculous in my head. Can I separate the season from the playoff race? It kind of feels like the season is a success. We don't yet know if the playoff race is because they're in a playoff race. And right. if they were to do what you just laid out – you would say season is a success, probably, but the playoff race, they failed. Was a, was they failed to make the playoffs. And I don't think there are a lot of people that would say failing to make the playoffs means that the season has been any sort of failure. It, it's okay to have success where disappointment is the final feeling. I mean, well, because you could just measure the success in have they found a core? Yes, and that the, it's, that's, that's definitely a yes. I mean, Labushkin. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Back to Labushkin, though. He has four career goals. Uh-huh. In two including including last night, including last night in 253 games, and last night's goal, you know, overtime shorthanded. You had it. You said it's a very lengthy description. Was it the first time it's happened in 20 years? Um, no, first time it's happened in like 90 years. But it, it's it's shorthanded, unassisted goal by a defenseman in overtime. Yeah, it's happened one other time ever by someone named Ott Heller <laughs> in 1937. Everybody was named Ott back in the 30s, right? Ott Ott Heller. That is a 1930s hockey name, yes, if, I've, if I've ever heard one. Labushkin, shorthanded overtime. In the way, too, it happened, too, right? Like, if I told you this morning... That he was going to pickpocket Stamkos and go the distance. No, right. right. You would have imagined that's uh, a little wrist shot from the point, and it goes off a leg of a lightning player, right? 
That's how you yeah. would imagine it. I, I, Joe, I don't know. He even... raced down the, the middle of the ice and just ripped one on one of the best goaltenders in the world. Don't you feel like, if, without even looking, his other three goals are probably just rips, blasts from the point that hit a body and went 100%. in? 100%. You score three career goals in 252 games going into last night. You know that you have a different role. You're yep. not you're not out there to score goals, and <laughs> that I mean, you could hear it in the way Rob just poof, exploded during the call. It was nuts. I tweeted out last night like, "Who's is that? The unli- unlikeliest overtime hero since when?" And this is not an overtime goal. But the one goal it did remind me of, because it's a defenseman streaking down like on a breakaway. Maybe Lubushkin's was more of a partial breakaway. Is I'm, it, I'm is reaching it, back. Is it Tony Ludman? Did Tony Ludman a score a breakaway goal? Game five. Against Carolina? Yeah. That was the one that I thought of. Guy I, you that know, you would, you, you maybe never, did Tony Ludman ever have another breakaway in his entire career? Maybe not. Ilya Lubushkin, did he ever have another breakaway in his entire career? Probably not. <laughs> Lubushkin, when he crosses the blue line, if you could have frozen time, we could have hosted a talk show and said, okay, <laughs> uh, on the list of Sabres that you'd less like to have this breakaway. Sure. It's like Verata. <laughs> uh, we uh-huh. all have. Usually when that number, I mean, until who wears 25 now? 25 was a cursed number for a while. Verata, Greer, did Mark Mancari wear wore it. Like, you knew, oh, yep. uh, okay, I can turn away. It's Verata. This is not going to be a goal. And Labushkin would have been on the short list of, oh, okay, well, you know. He probably would be number one on the list. Power of- wears 25 now. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, well. So he's saving that number. He's going to save that number. Um, he probably, I'm, I'm watching I'm watching Labushkin's first goal, by the way. It's exactly how you described it. Slap shot from the point. It goes off a Washington Capitol player's leg. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, he'd probably be the name that you didn't want to have that moment. Yeah. But he did. 8030550. More your calls. And uh, we got to talk about, like, the ice around town. Can you play hockey in your yard? I. We, we got to bring this up. I have. I was a thing I thought of that I could have done late yesterday that I was kicking myself for, not thinking of in the morning. Because I would have been. I, let's just say I was more prepared. For a storm like that yesterday than anyone in the area. And I didn't realize it until until late in the day. We'll get to that. And your calls. 803-0550 on WGR. Edmund, the intended target. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. At that time from Stamco, Sabres able to break it up. Back the other way. All arms stay down as it's into the front. Quinn scores! 
Vasilevsky only got a piece, and a piece was not enough. Dan Dunleavy on the call. Moments of the game brought to you by Firth for the moments in life. Go forth to Firth. So, Sabres win. Back to that in one moment. Very unique experience uh, dealing with the ground right now. Yes. I decided I was going to start shoveling out. By the way, I broke a shovel yesterday. So you broke a snow brush and a shovel I broke the a, same day? Yes, I broke a shovel too. How did you break the shovel? Here's how I broke the shovel. I decided I'm going to shovel the driveway. Yeah. I'm going to bust up the ice and I'm going to get it out. And here's the... Ver- the- with the shovel you were busting up the ice? Yeah, scooping underneath and lifting like okay. you're doing a lot of... Was like, it a plastic shovel? It was a plastic shovel. Mm. Plastic and wood. Yep. So, But it was a big, you know, strong one. Broke. Here's what was so unique about this experience. I mean, shoveling, breaking up ice, we've all done uh-huh. that. You know what proved to be the best way to do it was to dig in with the shovel, lift up a giant chunk of ice, and then almost like you're playing shuffleboard or you're curling with stones... Yep. Just shoo it down the driveway, and it would slide all the way down, all the way to the end. Yeah, it's and like it's like uh, it's like you're curling. Yeah, <laughs> playing on ice, and I thought like, okay, and th- and then I get to the bottom, and I'll move it to the side. But I, I guess I can just. It was so strange, and whether you're, did anybody strap on ice skates and just go down the street because you could have, you could probably. I was thinking about the... I could have skated on my backyard last night. Yeah, I'm thinking about the airport. Between the runways, could you have a winter classic right now on the actual... On ice? Probably, probably could. It is crazy. Uh, yeah. I actually... Do you know what broomball is? Yes. So, I have broomball shoes. They're designed for walking around on ice. I had those sitting in the closet the whole day. Just per- waiting for a day like this. Like and they're they're not you know they're not that fashionable but they're not so ridiculous that you couldn't wear them around and like you know people be like what are you wearing the whole day those are sitting in there it could, I could have been king of the world yesterday walking anywhere I wanted not <laughs> slipping parking lots that are like impossible like you gotta like you're slipping and sliding I almost went down a couple of times I had these perfectly designed shoes so for this situation and I didn't think of it until like eight o'clock at night why haven't broomball shoes that are stylish become a thing for wintry conditions I mean they could how often do you get a situation a day like yesterday though it's got to be this specific kind of ice it's got to be like yeah it's got to be like ice ice like yeah. snow it's not really gonna do anything for you Ice though, it's not. Like, they have like little pockets in the bottom. Like they're very, rub, like soft at the bottom. Hmm. So, yeah, but it was would have been a perfect day. I was chopping at the snow though. Yeah. Before I would shovel it. I plan on chopping a bunch of it today for the dogs because, like, they're slipping everywhere. It's it's yep. And it's not supposed to, it's not supposed to melt really till Sunday. So we got three days of this. Yeah, I think so. Steve on a tractor. Steve, go ahead. Good morning, fellas. Um, I'm going to tell you this and the rest of the world because my wife is sick of me waking up every morning wondering if the Sabres have pulled off a trade. You know, it's, it's, we all know that a balance of veterans and young players is, is a nice formula to win the NHL. Well, you've got two players out there, particularly Jacob Chitron, that we have a need for. We need another defenseman. He is fairly young. And he's high quality. 
and we have assets. I say we don't sit on our assets. We don't know what some of these picks are going to do. Portillo is not coming to us. The defenseman in Minnesota is a question mark. So those aren't the those aren't the linchpins, but they're also some nice assets we can move, including the multiple picks we have years to come. So let's pull it off now. We have this is the time. We all smell something special. Yes, the season's been good. We're knocking on the door of the playoffs. Let's close the deal and let's get some good young talent here that we need. I like it. Steve, you really are on a tractor because we, we can hear cows. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I jumped off and now I'm feeding grain to the cattle. So, yeah. All yeah, right. That's a real deal. Very yeah. good. Thanks, Steve. Have, ha, have a nice day. Uh, yeah, the Chikrin stuff, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm so in. I've never been more in on that trade than right now. I mean, I think, and part of it is not just right now. Like, I do want it for the playoff race. I truly would be stunned. If there's an idea that fits with what this team needs and what their timeline is in the, next, than this? in the next two years than this guy right now. I mean, he mentions Ryan Johnson. I don't think you can get anything for him in a trade. He's probably going to leave. Well, And he's the only guy in the system where you might think, internally, that's how my blue line's going to get better. He could sign here and be like, okay, that'd be a nice third-pair guy, you hope. If, that, if he doesn't sign or even become anything, then... The only way you're getting better on the blue line is if you go outside the organization at some point. It's the yeah, only way. And you would hope to do something as good as this potential move. The other thing, let's talk about, about cost of any sort of trade for the Sabres. Look at some of these moves that get you draft picks when you weaponize cap space. The Sabres could trade a first, a second, and a fourth, the same way that the Leafs did for O'Reilly, right? Yeah. And wow, that's 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 three pieces and a prospect. Wow, that's a lot. And then they could broker the Kane trade to the Rangers, eat money, and get a second and a fourth right back. Yeah. We don't really talk about it, but what the NHL salary cap situation has become is you basically are trading cap space. These yeah. te- these teams have figured out the NBA, right? A lot of these trades, these NBA trades are about trading cap space. Yep. The NHL trades cap space. That's what it is. The Ottawa Senators sent Zaitsev to Chicago and two picks for future considerations. That's mm-hmm. it. Here, we'll give you this. You take our cap space. Or you take up this guy so we get some... We're buying cap space. Take this you. money off us. Yep. Yeah. It's not... How is it really any different than if they had said, we'd like to buy $7 million of cap space from you? That's what they did. And the Sabres have tons of room. So mixed into all this is if you want to make a trade and you're thinking, boy, a first, a prospect, and two seconds, you get two seconds back by just brokering a trade somewhere or two. Did yep. you see what the Wild did? No. The, the Minnesota Wild in that Boston trade, they're in that trade. Oh, yeah, yeah, trade. yeah, that's right. It's oh, almost it was the Orloff trade because they, they were involved with the O'Reilly trade. They're in the Orloff trade. It's weird. It's almost weird. So the Bruins account is the one that tweeted out what the trade was. So it's, it ends up being Orlov and Hathaway that go to the Bruins. Uh-huh. The Capitals get Craig Smith, a first, a second, and a third. Yeah. Minnesota receives 50% of Orlov's salary, 25, I'm sorry. Which goes to 1.275. I'm wrong about that. I've got their dead cap. So uh, Minnesota has got Orlov on their books at 1.275 million. Okay, so. They tw- took a million plus salary. That's right. So. Washington took 50% of Orlov's salary. Yep. Minnesota took 25% of it. And Minnesota gets a fifth-round pick in the deal. Bill Guerin 
took a fifth round pick to just take on twenty five percent of one guy's salary. Right. It's kind of wild that. And he just did this again a week ago. Right. What did he get for O'Reilly? Because I'm looking at their cap friendly page now. They got Orlov for one point two. They've got O'Reilly for one point eight. So they've got three point one million dollars that they just added in salary in the last week, and they picked up a fifth round pick, and they picked up. I'm trying to find what they got from Toronto. Looks like a fourth. A fourth and a fifth, which they can use to buy a player tomorrow if they want, like some they, they, some rental or they, something. They probably could do that. Again, I've told you a fourth round pick has about the value of a mail in rebate for dish soap. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're spending millions of dollars to get fourth and fifth round picks, or maybe it's not millions. It, it would be it's, prorated. But sure, you're you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, to get a fourth round pick, and if the Sabers really wanted to, they yeah. could spend money. And the more they retain, the more value they get for that. You're trading cap space. So the Sabres could make a trade, swing for Chikrin, swing for a piece, and get half of the assets back probably just by taking on somebody else's problem. They got a 2025 fourth-round pick, by the way, from Toronto. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> in eight years, we'll find out if that player becomes anything. A four- right. A fourth-round pick in 2025. Liam uh, on the road to Florida. What's up, Liam? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. I'm driving out of Florida right now. Um, watched the game last night. I'm actually excited to listen to the game in Florida later on tomorrow. Waste a couple hours of the road trip. but Tonight. I just wanted to give – yeah, it's later tonight. Um, makes it kind of cool. I'm driving – I'm not going to the game, but, you know, going to be down there with the game, I guess. Um but I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to Dan Dunleavy. Um, you guys have been playing the calls, coming back from the breaks, and he's just been great the last couple, you know, since he's taken over. It's huge shoes to fill. And last night with the um, Skinner carries Thompson Berry, yes. I was off the couch. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. It was so good. Thanks, Liam. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you mentioned Skinner carries Thompson Berries because that one jumped out at me too. Yeah. Dan, yeah, Dan's done a great job. Great guy. Yeah. Arsenal fan, by the way, Mr. Arsenal Dunleavy. Fan. Arsenal fan. How's that going? Uh, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Right back to it. Against? Leicester. No, that should, that should be easy. Leicester stinks. No, they're they're legit. They're in like the bottom four, aren't they? they I mean, I love Leicester as much as the next, the next guy, but I thought they were having a really bad year. Maybe not. They're in 14th out of 20. Okay. 24 points. They're not quite safe from relegation, so it's big for them. They're motivated. They're properly motivated for sure. this game. We'll get a break in. Chris Trapasso, we're going to do some football coming up top of the hour. We'll ask him about Bobby Wagner, too, as an idea who has hit the free agent market and also a little bit of draft talk. So, um, you know, we'll shift gears from a lot of hockey so far today to some football. Also have somebody tweeted in a video of, yes, indeed, went out to the backyard and is we were playing hockey on the backyard. Not a rink, just the actual yard. Yeah. I, we, you, don't, you don't have to put the boards up. You, don't have to do it. you can just skate on the yard. The driveway. <laughs> right? Like, I'm looking at someone on got their kid on skates in the driveway. Yep. Absolutely. Just great. Wow. All right. We'll get a break in. More of your phone calls. And uh, ooh, we're watching overtime. We've got the replay on right now. So we're about to see this uh, Labushkin miracle in a moment. Jeremy White, Sneaky Joe on WGR. It's been good, even though five goals. With some saving there. Here's Stamkos again. Stamkos lost the handle. And down the ice they come. It's Labushkin. one tonight in Tampa. 
Of all people. I like how he says Labushkin. That's the... It's like he's reading off a piece of paper like... No, this is 46. This guy is uh, Ilya Labushkin? He almost says like a question. Very similar to what Dan Tonlevy did say, but in a very different tone. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> of all people. Speaking of are you kidding me, one very quick note before we get to Chris Trapasso. How did I miss this? So we had the icy conditions, and mm -hmm. every once in a while you'll see something that you can't believe is real, but mm -hmm. it is. You said yesterday that the Golf Dome is back. Golf Dome's having problems again. Oh, I tweeted yesterday, someone check on the Golf Domes. Yeah, well, uh -oh. the town of Tonawanda tweeted yesterday, due to icy conditions, the Golf Dome is fully frozen over and is once again on the brink of total collapse. We urgently need residents with large ladders to help us keep the dome standing. We also need 30 hair dryers to de-ice the blowers. What? It's like the it's like the the plot to Dunkirk. Please come bring ladders and hair dryers. <laughs> I I'm just upset I didn't see it until it was too late. I didn't see this. This is from the town of Tonawanda? Yeah. Tonawanda Parks and Rec. I mean, I'll bring a ladder over. What? How do you? How, how would I get a ladder over there? You, you would need a truck. It's a parody <sighs> account. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, is it really? It is. But I it, was just about to say, like, we need sturdier domes but it around here. It fooled me. I really thought, like, oh no, we've got to get out there and get to work. What was the most? What was the 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 part there that we should have realized it was fake on the ladders, or the hair dryers? <laughs> Will we inflate it with hair dryers. All right. Well, good. There's, they're still standing to, yeah. to my knowledge. If I, it, it's probably for the best that I didn't see that at the time. I uh, might have gotten in my truck and gone to with a like I need really? a hair dryer. The dome needs me. The dome needs. And I show up. What are you, what are you doing? Yeah, I saw. I just, you guys, you need, just walk up with a hair dryer. Yeah, you guys said you need help. I'm here. <laughs> Chris yeah. Trapasso, CBS Sports, uh, NFL draft expert. All that. We'll get to some draft stuff. Anthony Richardson's. Move. I mean, it's already happening. Uh, Bobby Wagner, the news with him as well. It's, uh, you know, it's it's the football offseason. We're getting closer and closer to, uh, of course, the Combine coming up next week, draft, all that. So Chris Trapasso joins us next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.